0: Do you hear anything on the mic? No. You do not hear me? No, I don't hear you at all. Now I hear you. Hello and welcome to the Zero Stars Podcast, a podcast about video games and hot mics. My name is Bob. And my name is Mike. And we're going to talk about video games. But first, we're going to talk about the insane heat in our recording studio today. It's very hot in the studio. So the air conditioner broke in our studio, which otherwise is extremely professional. um, And because there's so much sound deadening material and expensive mixing equipment that's running in here all the time, it's gotten very hot. Uh, and I am sweating. My glasses are falling off my face and I am losing my goddamn mind.
1: Yeah. With these extraordinarily expensive, very professional headphones on our ears. My ears are essentially just a pool of sweat. Yes. Like I we're hear going everything is though underwater.
0: <laughs> we're going to have to throw these out because the moisture will have destroyed them.
1: But luckily we are so successful and are paid so much for our podcasts. That we can buy new, even more expensive headphones.
0: Speaking of which, if you need to make a website, let me recommend Squarespace. Use code STARS to get a deal and make the website of your dreams today. A deal. (laughs) (laughs) An undefined deal. An indeterminate deal. Um, All right, man. It's uh, E3 week. It is.
1: And we just got back from sunny LA. It's it's video game Hanukkah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's. This recording studio is deeply uncomfortable. Let's uh, let's go back to uh, let's go our to tape a, f- that we recorded yeah, at E3,
0: where it was also very hot because we were out in the sun.
1: Extreme, extremely hot. So we're gonna we're gonna go back uh, to that tape, a series of interviews that we recorded with each other, just interviewing each other about the things that we had seen.
0: Yep, at the various conferences. So let's uh, have a chronological look back on the week that was. Roll tape. Hey, here we hey. are at E3. Man, LA looks beautiful. It is.
1: It is hot out, though.
0: Dude, I am roasting.
1: Um. Anyway, we just got back from uh, EA's conference, EA Electronic Arts. Yeah, the, uh, the
0: artists of the video game world.
1: Any hot takes on that, or should it we just sucked. roll through? <laughs> it kind of did.
0: <laughs> it was not a good press conference. Um,
1: so, Battlefield Five is coming out. That's, that's a that's
0: Battlefield video game.
1: That is strangely... <laughs> A sequel to Battlefield One,
0: direct sequel.
1: This is, there are so many issues with counting in video games these
0: days. It's amazing that we were correctly able to name the sequel to World War One in real life, and we <laughs> failed when we did it in video games. Because this is Battlefield Five, which takes place in, in World War Two, uh, which I think everybody agrees was a better World War than one. You know, it's like an Empire Strikes Back scenario. We made this joke in the last episode. Damn it. <laughs> Cut that! <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was good then. I don't know how it'll play this time. In any nobody case, listened to yeah, the last Yeah, Battlefield one. Five. They have a Battlefield ro- Royale. I hope it's called Battlefield Royale um, that's, mode that's I mean, coming out. That's so badass. Yes, we know that they can currently do like around sixty to eighty players on maps that are definitely smaller but much prettier than pubg maps yes so i'm curious to see how this works out um i actually haven't watched any of the videos because frankly i don't have time to watch more battlefield videos
0: no i don't either but i will say that i'm interested in playing a battle royale mode in basically any video game yes as i've said before i want one for breath of the wild so i'll play it wherever you put it uh so it is possible that I would buy this game if the Battle Royale mode is very good, simply for that.
1: Of all of the games that I'm not particularly excited about at E3, this is one that I'm very likely to buy.
0: hundred percent. That is, that is exactly how I felt coming out of EA's press conference. Of like everything, all of my third choice video games in a given week to spend my money on, <laughs> EA has the most of them that I look forward to buying for $20 on sale. Um, Real fun shout out
1: to a studio that we do love, Respawn. Yes. Uh, nothing was shown, but they did announce that they are working on what is essentially our ideal Mirror's Edge sequel, but with Jedi's.
0: Well, we're guessing that we're it's guessing. We have I'm no guessing, idea, but
1: based on Titanfall Two, Respawn's last game, which is an excellent game, you should buy Titanfall Two. Honestly, buy it. It's probably like four ball four ballers. Yep, that's four Bob, ballers. That's Bob dollars. That's that's ballers. The the show featuring Dwayne the Rock Johnson on HBO. Um. <laughs>
0: It's it's worth as much of your life, life as you is, would yeah. waste
1: if you watch 4 episodes it's of ballers. ballers. Essentially, yes. Yeah, kind of. If you're of. getting paid by the hour. Anyway, bucks. go pick up a co- a copy of Titanfall 2 because Titanfall 2 does excellent movement. It's incredible. And when you combine that with the idea of being a Jedi, like force pushing your way with a
0: lightsaber and I don't know. I'll tell you this, Titanfall 2 does good story. I feel. I really enjoy the character interplay in that game. I think it's a lot of fun. Yes. It's totally charming. It it's, doesn't try to be more than it is.
1: It's very surprising. I would say that, yeah, it certainly doesn't try to be more than it is, but it nails nuance Yes, in character writing. It's, it's very fun. good. Um, I will forever remember the moment that, like, you're sort of, like, very stiff upper lip, like, um, robot partner like calls you by like your nickname oh it's so good for the first time it's and great in, like a moment of peril it's very good it's it, i just
0: got chills thinking about yeah, it i love it's, it it's
1: also it's like one of the best valve games i've ever played that's never it, i, that would, wasn't I produced would argue by valve. it
0: is the best valve game i'm gonna say it mm. i'm gonna say it
1: half-life 2 haters come at us anyway i'm really looking forward to jedi colon fallen order holiday 2019
0: Yes, colon holiday 2019. (laughs)
1: Holiday Uh, colon 2019.
0: I think it's a real testament to how bad EA's show was that they felt the need to just let everybody know that this game was coming out. There
1: is something exciting that's happening. Yeah, they're just like,
0: hey, you guys remember that Titanfall 2 was a critical darling? Don't worry, we gave those guys something to make.
1: Well, this brings us up to uh, the the other big...
0: (laughs) The other big wet fart of their conference. (laughs) Anthem. Anthem. Uh, A game which both Matt and I agree should be called Javelins. Javelins. I I was going to say Javelin, because then the sequel's Javelins. Anthem and the Javelins. Um, So this is a video game. It's being made by Bioware. They of Mass Effect fame and also Dragon Age. RPG makers, extraordinaires. And this is like Destiny, I guess, but you wear robot suits and you fight. Yeah, you wear the robot skin. Yeah, you're the Buffalo
1: Bill of the robot world. (laughs) So from the robot's perspective, this is a horror story.
0: It is super messed up. Yeah. Anyway, It's
1: very hot out.
0: (laughs) It is so hot, dude. I bet he was pretty hot in those robot suits. And I will say, my favorite part of the anthem trailer is it has this clip where the person is like putting on the suit. Mm. And as they put their face into it, you see that all the suit's interior is like padding that looks all sweat stained. And I felt really really grossed out by it.
1: That's really. So, okay. This brings up something interesting, because I feel as though mentioning that there is or isn't central air in the robot suits is something that Bioware would play to Bioware's strength.
0: They, uh, I undoubtedly will because talk Because
1: Bioware that. is very good, and you and I have talked about this before, but Bioware is very good at, at world building and lore, as mm-hmm. video games are. Um, but my concern is that if this goes the uh, Mass Effect route, which are games about taking a cypher and building a character out of that cypher, as opposed to, say, like, God of War, or The Last of Us... Um, which are games about playing a role? Can this game possibly do that very well? Because the more I think back on like Mass Effect and Dragon Age, the less I enjoyed playing this <laughs> sort of like weird, uncanny valley version of a human being who is kind of crafted by me, but nothing entirely lines up right.
0: Yeah, I I honestly don't know. This game is so strange because it. The demos that they show are all combat-focused. They're just a bunch of people flying around in robot suits and shooting at things in the jungle.
1: With, like, a disembodied voice that, like, tells you yeah. that you're, like, your friend. And
0: it looks very pretty. Make no mistake. Yeah. But it never looks good to me in a way that's, like, I really want to play that because it just looks like a bunch of people shooting at things and numbers fly off of the thing and eventually it dies. It
1: looks very busy, too. Yeah. It's kind of
0: hard to follow sometimes. Um, but then... Every time they talk about this game, they're always reassuring everyone that it's very story-focused. And I don't think that appeals to me either. So I kind of wonder who this game is for, because they're not showing the story-focused stuff. And the action-focused stuff doesn't look incredible as action-focused stuff. So I don't really know well, is why I would be excited about this game, other than the fact that I guess I liked Mass Effect.
1: I mean, is this, is this game for people who like destiny and people who like mass effect and the it's just the reality is that in the Venn diagram they don't cross over very much and so like the actual ideal audience is they're trying to capture two big audiences but their actual ideal audience is a very slim little sliver maybe of the marketplace i'll be
0: very curious to see how it does but i'll also be very curious to see how good it is because it's been it's been in development seemingly forever since uh, 2012, I think. Yeah, very long time. So either it's great or it's just very well made, okay.
1: Which is increasingly, I feel like how video games work.
0: That's what they are.
1: Yeah, they are increasingly just like very well made, okay things. Yep. Anyway, um, so yeah, that's Anthem. kind of bummed us out. Yeah, uh, but we've got micro- Microsoft is starting in we've just got a, few a hot mic
0: for Microsoft. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's a me. <laughs> Um, (laughs) uh, so we got to go check out Microsoft.
0: All right, let's wander on over to, uh, that space.
1: And we'll, we'll check up with you guys later. Okay.
0: Woo, we're back, baby.
1: Yeah, the AC was broken in the Microsoft show. I'm sweating. It's even hotter than it was before. (laughs) I
0: am so hot.
1: I wish that we were, uh, back home in our recording studio where everything is lush and cool and comfortable.
0: Any case, uh... They opened with Halo Infinite. It's like Hotter Than Hell, another KISS album (laughs) about it being incredibly hot. How many KISS albums are there about being hot? I'm trying to think if I can get one for the next conference. (laughs) I'm desperately searching my brain for other KISS album titles. Um, Halo Infinite. Any thoughts
1: on Halo Infinite? It's It's just a cinematic trailer.
0: It's a cinematic trailer that shows you the Halo, and then it says the words Halo Infinite. And I have heard a rumor that it is a... Like it's a multiplayer Halo collection, which may have a battle royale mode.
1: It's so there's no single player.
0: That is what I've heard a rumor about. Huh. And that then Halo Six would be a proper single player focused Halo. So this
1: is the uh, here's this weird interesting situation that we have run into, in which Halo, a game that started in two thousand one. It still has its story running.
0: How long will it take to tell the entirety of the Halo story? I think that this is the dark world we live in now, where, you know, everything's a comic book that's just sort of an unending journey into time traveling retcon madness so that nothing ever resolves. Like What what they resolved Halo at the end of three, was it, where he, he they just kind of threw Master Chief into space and they were just like I guess he's floating out there just kind of do you dead. call that a resolution I mean it was if he just floated forever <laughs> like you could have had that be a resolution yeah I guess so um, and instead they just found him again and whatever it's all good <sighs> anyway. but I'll tell you what I think a Battle Royale Halo is probably pretty good.
1: Well, I mean, it's a Battle Royale Destiny, so why don't we just get the Battle Royale and Destiny? Because Destiny doesn't have
0: all of the good vehicles.
1: I mean, they can build those. Yeah, but like. But Destiny has bungee
0: gunplay. It's true, but you think about like riding a ghost and somebody else is in a banshee and you're like somebody else is in a warthog and like all the vehicles are there for Halo to be a good Battle Royale game. That's true. And it's on a Halo, so you get to look up and see the Halo. To me, that is, strangely enough, I think Halo has all of the building blocks in a way that even Battlefield sort of does, but kind of doesn't because Battlefield's so territory-focused. Halo's just about shooting other people until they die and giving you vehicles to do that. And I think Halo is very well-situated to be a great Battle Royale game. I like the needle gun in Halo. It's so good.
1: That's one of the great guns in all the history of video games. Yeah, it is terrific. That, like, glass-shattering noise it makes when, like, after it collects on somebody. Great, great In any case, Halo, interesting. We'll find out. Who knows? Cinematic trailer. Right now, it's nothing. It's absolutely nothing. This was the Uh, E3 of right now, this is nothing. They announced Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Did you play Ori and the Blind Forest? I did not. I didn't either. Uh, People really like it, though, so I'm glad that there is another one. It It looks beautifully made.
0: Yeah, I've heard that game is very difficult.
1: Which normally would like. Uh, one of the things that I'm really into that was announced was uh, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, the new From Software game. Yes. It looks like, do you remember when, we, when Bloodborne came out and everyone was like, it's like Dark Souls, but fast. Yes. This is like Bloodborne, but Bloodborne, fast. Bloodborne, but fast. And more importantly, this is like Bloodborne slash Dark Souls, but vertical.
0: This yes, there's a verticality so to this
1: that looks like a ton of fun. And knowing how good From is at level design, I, I mean, we, you and I have talked a lot about like what is the evolution of Dark Souls? Like, how do you make new Dark Souls? And Dark Souls Three is literally just more Dark Souls, but yep. it looks prettier. And I think that we had kind of settled on the idea that like creature animations yep. will be really defining. What I had never considered was that they just totally break the level mold and start re- designing things you give it you give us a mechanic that allows for verticality and then you design th- levels around that verticality and i am super excited for this
0: yeah so this is like a uh ninja looking dark souls and you have access tentu- to a grappling hook that lets you kind of uh repel upward onto buildings and stuff and onto enemies it seems like it's very it, it's like a mechanic that kind of gets used everywhere in the game looks very cool um I want a new From Software game. I love the idea that they keep kind of pushing what a From Software game is. They don't just keep making Dark Souls games and yet they still are making Dark Souls games. And yeah. so I really like that. Like I like that in it's it's almost like they keep making games and it's like they make Zelda and then they make Zelda 2 where the mechanics are very different, but they're not calling them Zelda and Zelda. They're calling them you know, Dark Souls and Bloodborne, or something like that.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm very into this, and as someone who's currently playing the Dark Souls Remastered Edition, mm-hmm. it's which holds up so well.
0: Yeah, I can't wait to finish uh, God of War because I haven't gotten to play much, but I really want to finish God of War so I can play Dark Souls again.
1: <laughs> I just visited Orlando,
0: oh. and does it look incredible? You
1: know, the thing that I never realized about that. I mean I guess I knew it at the time, but it was like the architecture in that game is actually incredibly beautifully designed. Yes. And and nuanced and detailed. And I do I I would love to read a piece. There probably is something out there somewhere about how the remaster was done. Whether these are just uncompressed files or I believe whether, that they're
0: all the same models. Yeah. Which right. they look great.
1: They they do. It this game holds up mechanically in every way, especially running at sixty frames per second. Yes. But very uh, smooth.
0: Yeah. In any case, We like From Games. This is a new one of those. Let's do it. Let's go. Bring it to us.
1: (laughs) From you to us, Terry Crews is in Crackdown 3 still. They're still making
0: that game. Uh, Yes, he actually uh inadvertently announced crackdown three like eight years ago by tweeting that he had done voice work for it yeah before they announced it oh man Um,
1: that's that's almost as long as the halo universe has been around this game
0: got pushed back until 2019 right before the show which was super weird this game has been in development forever. Does anybody actually care about Crackdown?
1: That's the amazing thing, is that, like, they canceled Fable, but apparently this is the one that they are like, we can't let go of this.
0: I mean, at this point, they probably sunk an insane amount of money into this game.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. And, I I mean, we've moved so far that, like, it used to be, like, a novelty that you could, that, like, having your, your Xbox hooked up to the internet was going to be, like, a key feature of how this game played. I, I don't and know like what this is. And now it's just like, is. of course it, yeah. Um, in any case, let's move on, because neither of us care about that game. Uh, Cuphead expansion is coming out. I thought maybe you'd be into that. I like Cuphead. Did you ever beat the original? No. Okay. I'm not good enough. I'm noticing a trend here. Uh, Dying Light 2 is coming out. It makes me want to play the original Dying Light, because a lot of people really liked that game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm a little curious about that uh forza horizon 4 is coming out it's all set in england it's all shared world i don't know what that means i like england though
0: and it and it is a very good looking car driving game yes
1: it probably could give a game that i think we're going to see more of later a run for its money when it comes to leaf physics
0: Ye- yeah probably actually
1: um uh this is something that i think is kind of cool to talk about <laughs> This is on my podcast. I would, I will be talking about this, but I figured I'd bring it up here as well on our shared podcast. Oh, please do! My podcast, Hot Mike.
0: <laughs> Hot um, Mike in the sweat stains.
1: Microsoft has bought four different, uh, four different developers.
0: Have you heard about this? I have not heard about this Jay Leno. Tell me more. All
1: right. Well, I mean, you were just in this conference with me, so I thought maybe you were paying attention. <laughs> no, dude, I was passing um, out from the heat. <laughs> they bought Ninja Theory, the guys behind the- They bought the, Ninja Theory? Yep. Sen- Senua, Somebody's Sacrifice. Really? So they bought Ninja Theory. Uh, they also, the DMC reboot, the Devil May yeah. Cry reboot, which is now being rebooted again yeah. back to the original universe where, whatever, I don't care. Wow. I, yeah, so they bought Ninja Theory. They bought Undead Labs, who make- State of Decay games, which is whatever. People Um, like those. They're like the Sims. I played the first one, and the first one was kind of interesting. Zombie world. The first one was buggy, but interesting. The second one just seems like people have perfected what you did poorly the first time. Okay. In the meantime. Um, Playground games, so they now own the Horizon, or, uh, sorry, Forza series. Oh. Because Playground makes Forza.
0: No, Turn 10 makes Forza. Playground makes Forza Horizon.
1: Okay. Then they own the horizon series
0: that's weird it's a weird it'll be
1: interesting and they also bought uh compulsion games which is developing we happy few it's Uh, a a bunch of former bioshock uh yeah infinity not infinity ward uh what's the uh
0: irrational uh, yep
1: irrational developers one of those i teams um I'm actually really excited for We Happy Few, not just because it's like a reference to Henry V, but I just think that game looks sort of
0: interesting. It seems like a very matte game. It does seem like a very the matte game. The title on down.
1: Yeah, the, all the way all the way down. I'm it sorry, it seems matte. like a very hot mic game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, coming soon to podcasting services nationwide. Um, so here's two things that I want to bring up regarding Microsoft. The first is that there's still, still no sign of capybaras below. Do you remember wow. that game? Didn't you Yeah, you forgot about it too, right? I
0: really want to play that game. We haven't
1: heard about it since twenty sixteen. At which point it was it was supposed this was supposed to be an Xbox One launch title in twenty fourteen and has been delayed repeatedly since then, and no one has heard a single word about it since twenty sixteen. At a
0: certain point they said they were gonna go dark and not say anything until it came out.
1: Which I think might have been twenty sixteen. Because they had begun working on a um a like some property they had gotten like the rights to some property i think it was like i I can't remember if it was like a nickelodeon or adult swim like property and they were working on that instead but below is below the radar whoa so i totally forgot i know and i hadn't thought about it until like as the conference was going on i was like i wonder if they'll mention below and then no below um which blows that really does. I really wanted to play. It that looks game. like a very cool game, and uh, Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery is a is a really yeah, that's fun. still that game holds up for iPhone. Yeah, it's a fun. Yeah, thing. and the music is fantastic. So we'll see whether Capybara is able to uh, to show that at the next E3.
0: Man, I hope they can because that's that's a huge bummer.
1: Yeah, agreed. Um, so the other big thing that was shown at Microsoft was CD Projekt Red's Cyberpunk 2077.
0: That trailer. That game looks cool. I don't the cinematic know. Cinematic
1: trailer, which is a very cinematic, cinematic trailer. Yes. Um, they are apparently showing it behind closed doors. Uh, I know we have passes to go see it, but we're busy because we have plans. We have so much recording to we do. We have so much recording to do, so we're going to miss it. But I'm very curious as to what the actual gameplay looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, not just hearing like reports of what it is, because those tend to just be like. You walk into this room and then you fight people and then you walk out of this room and then you blah, blah, blah. I want to actually look at it because apparently it's all first person.
0: That's very interesting and not at all indicated by the trailer.
1: No, the trailer gives away absolutely nothing of gameplay. It's all world and lore.
0: But I'll tell you what, that all looks pretty cool.
1: It does. The design is very interesting. It seems like it is borrowing appropriately from like both... Blade Runner, Ghost in the Shell, and Deus The Beach X. Boys. I don't know. Like, it is very sunny Californian, and it's in a weird way, too. Yeah,
0: it's got that neon, it's like Drive, but yellow instead of pink yeah. kind of stuff going on. Well, a lot on. of
1: blue skies, a shocking amount yeah. of blue sky. Um, anyway, that's Microsoft. You ready to move on?
0: Yeah, I mean, Microsoft, I feel like, was pretty indicative of the whole show in that it was kind of boring. They talked about a lot of stuff that's not actually coming out.
1: Yeah. I don't really have high hopes for the rest of this E3. No. I have this looming feeling that we won't see a whole lot of new and exciting stuff.
0: Well, let's find out.
1: Oh, man. Bethesda's conference. That was not game-changing. And yet, there
0: was some cool stuff there. What do you think of Rage 2? You like the original Rage. I like the original Rage very much. Uh, they showed more of Rage 2, the sequel to Rage that's being developed by Avalanche. They of Just Cause fame. It looks okay. Yeah. It, it looks it, a little bit too much like Borderlands. Yeah, but they're not making Borderlands games right now. So I don't know. Borderlands, though, is like a stat based thing, and Rage is like a proper shooter. That's traditionally, true. it so, doesn't look quite doom enough
1: for me, and I think that the big difference between doom and rage, um, as we commented on as while we were watching it, was uh, the fact that in doom projectiles move so slowly, yeah, that you can actually dodge them. It's true, and I so while you move very quickly, and there's a lot of cool stuff that you can do, and there's a lot of like extreme ultra violence in a like kind of dumb like comic booky way,
0: classic id style, classic
1: id style, like significantly less disturbing than real violence yes. or the some of the violence that I feel like we usually see in video games. I, I still have mixed feelings. and so I'm gonna I'm holding out. I'm this is like the epitome of a like if the reviews are are crazy good, I will buy this in a heartbeat. But otherwise, like, I'm...
0: Yeah, and I think I'm actually kind of in a similar spot because it it just looks like it will be a good game, but I don't know if it looks like it will be a great game.
1: Agreed. Um, Next, the, the, uh, did you see that Andrew WK was there?
0: Uh yeah, I yeah. did because they
1: used his song in the trailer. What did
0: they do? What did he do again? He played the song. That, that was it. Yeah.
1: Okay. I missed. That. I fell asleep in that part okay. from heat exhaustion. I get it, man. It was hot in there too, it was and very it's hot. hot here right it's, now. I am, I am maybe dehydrated.
0: I am losing my mind.
1: <laughs> um, Doom Eternal is a game that's coming out.
0: There is a Doom Two. They didn't call it Doom Two for reasons that I don't fully understand. I don't either. I think because everything,
1: like, just like, um halo infinite like everything has to imply that it is going to go on forever to
0: me the idea that they didn't put they didn't just go all in and be like this is doom 2 hell on earth just like the original doom 2 is a huge missed opportunity
1: i agree um i'm sure that the game will still play well but i'm i'm kind of disappointed and i would really like ken levine to send all these people notes being like not a good idea
0: yeah infinite didn't go so hot
1: um. Yeah. Doom. I mean, I like Doom. I'm actually really excited for Prey Moon Crash, which just dropped. Yes. Tonight, or it will drop tonight, as of the recording of this on this day that I can't remember the date because I'm so it's so hot. Um, I'm really excited to play Prey Moon Crash, and I'll probably finish that up, or I'll play that after I finish up Dark Souls Remastered.
0: Awesome. Yeah. It's that's, like an
1: expansion for prey. Well, it's it no, it's like it's doing that Bethesda thing where it's just like a totally it's a totally new standalone experience, but it's a roguelike using all the prey elements. Oh, that's such a great so idea. I do like roguelikes every so often. Like that's something that like I feel like once a year I'll fall into a roguelike and play a lot of it all mm-hmm. at once. So I am very excited for this. Very um, cool. Yeah, and I really like prey. I've just I've said this recently. I think that like I, th- I think Prey is a really great game. It's one of the great, gra- great, grams. The great games. One of the great games of last year. And uh, go check it out. Maybe I don't know. Uh, Fallout seventy six. Any thoughts on that?
0: It's a Fallout game. Uh, it's multiplayer, and you survive. It, what? Fine. Okay. Yeah. What about Elder Scrolls Blades? Uh it's a phone game that looks like a legit Elder Scrolls game and I'll be it honest, does. like watching the trailers on my phone, it looks kind of incredible and I do like the Elder Scrolls, so I'm sorta of tempted to get it.
1: But do you play phone games now that you have
0: a Switch? I do play phone games. Oh, just Balto's Odyssey I suppose. I actually uh I downloaded Fortnite. Oh, how's that going? Uh, you open it for the first time, and then it starts another download for a yep. gig and a half.
1: That's what happened to me. And then it told me, you don't have enough space on your phone. And I was like, I am not deleting my entire <laughs> Fleetwood Mac and Stevie Nicks collection of music and on my phone in order to accommodate you, Fortnite. I am sorry.
0: Wow, I didn't have that response. I just didn't have time to let it run. So
1: I still haven't played Fortnite on my phone. Neither have this I. This was homework that we set ourselves like a month ago. But
0: Looks like we're flunking out of our own podcast.
1: Hey, yo. I guess we can always join up with Hot Mike and the, what was it, In the lack of central air conditioning. Jesus Christ, it's so hot. You're actually dripping. Uh, what else did they do? They announced Starfield. I also fell asleep during this trailer. Did you see this trailer?
0: <laughs> I didn't see this trailer this either. Is a
1: game that they've been working on for like two decades?
0: Uh, I mean, this to me seems like it's a space Elder Scrolls game in the same, like, you know they have fallout they have elder scrolls and now they'll have starfield space scrolls that's super cool great uh good for them more rpgs from bethesda yay Yeah. maybe i i wouldn't be surprised if this game is what people wanted no man's sky to be
1: huh because i was thinking of more of like a mass effect direction but that's interesting maybe by which you mean that you think it's going to be like a multiplayer game? Like a massive uh, multiplayer?
0: No, by which I mean that it's going to be a game where you can just go to a bunch of planets and play Skyrim on the individual okay, planets.
1: Okay, so you think it's going to be more more like Skyrim in a single player game? As I think this is to, going to be a Skyrim because game. Because the real question, I guess, was like, is this going to be an RPG? Because they have no. tried that with the Elder Scrolls Online, which I hear is
0: going okay. I hear that's pretty successful,
1: MonoTarri. Because they did the Morrowind expansion recently, right? And yeah. that even tempted you.
0: I mean, I like Morrowind.
1: Anyway, Elder Scrolls VI is coming out.
0: They they announced Elder Scrolls Six. Yes, but did not really show anything.
1: No, but I've already seen in the th- in like the the only it was only like five minutes ago that they showed that. But I've already seen people break it down online, and they have compared a mountain range that's visible in the background of the trailer to one that is on an earlier map that was released of like the all the, all of. Tamriel is that oh, the name, yeah. of it? and they believe that it is set um, on a peninsula that they that they found the peninsula on which they believe it is set based on this mountain range. So people are pretty stoked. I mean, this game will come out in twenty twenty two, and then the it will earliest.
0: be ported to everything for the next decade. Yes, and you will play it everywhere.
1: I mean, what is the what will be the giant leap? Do you think, or do you think there won't be a giant leap?
0: I think there will be a, a leap in if you play something like Morrowind yeah. um, and compare it to Skyrim there's actually not a huge leap in like what you do totally i agree the combat is just a little bit better it makes more sense it controls a little bit better the camera works a little bit better and the systems interact a little more cleanly and is i think it, it will just be that again does
1: it make it easier to jump backwards up mountains
0: maybe a little bit okay yeah it mountain glitches out simulator. a little less often when you jump sideways up a mountain <laughs> That is the key to any Bethesda game, truly. And that's really it. So I, if they do it right, it will just be a slightly improved Skyrim in the same way Skyrim was a slightly improved Morrowind. You know what I mean?
1: Although I think that the the development time on this will be longer.
0: Yeah, but they put out uh, Oblivion in between Morrowind and Skyrim. Yes. And oh, so totally. I yeah. feel like Oblivion is a half step and really a step backward in a lot of ways from Morrowind. It so was, a smaller, was it a smaller world? It was a smaller world. It was more... Uh, Homogeneous, like it wasn't as varied the actual systems were less interesting just everything about it was lesser yeah and so i think by not putting that out waiting longer it's having to put out Fallout in between
1: it's like a grand turismo sort of yeah certain yeah, certainly well that'll be interesting um i i truly did like skyrim a lot and i feel as though as much as like i find it very easy to rag on that game it was such a unique experience and i do kind of look forward to whatever this next one is I will buy it oh yes I think that we will both buy it without question Bethesda Game Studios you have our money um so that's really all I had on Bethesda but uh Square Enix is starting in like 30 seconds so let's run I know it's over there but let's run it's only three miles Whoa, that, that was, was the worst. That was terrible, <laughs> that was the worst press conference I have ever seen. It was
0: so so bad.
1: They pulled out a whiteboard and started breaking down the plot of the Kingdom Hearts games, and it took two hours. <laughs> I still don't understand who is Sora's father. Why does anyone care? <laughs> How does Goofy talk?
0: Is Goofy a sexual being?
1: Oh, yes, because he has a son. In oh, goof point. Troop, what happened to the mom? Is like there a backstory about the mom having died,
0: like severe tragedy? She got like a goofy form of cancer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> goof Troop Three, a goofy form of cancer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's
1: so hot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Losing it, <laughs> and Square Enix is losing E three. Um, anyway, they showed Shadow of the Tomb Raider. That looks like another Tomb Raider game. They made another Tomb Raider. The first one is good. I like it.
0: They made more.
1: Yeah. Now this is the third. Um, there's a new Platinum game called Babylon Falls, which once upon a time I would care about, but it was too hot for me to pay attention. Yeah. I assume that it's an action game. Yep. Because it's a Platinum game. And that's what they do. That's exclusively it. Uh, Just Cause 4 is coming out. I don't care. Nah, I don't. They're, they're uh, making a video game adaptation of the John Wayne film, The Quiet Man. Okay uh and came more kingdom hearts you know what sucks kingdom hearts kingdom hearts so bad dude let's let's go play some ds kingdom hearts while we wait for the ubisoft conference dude to straight begin.
0: up i want somebody who's a fan of kingdom hearts to look at the interface elements of the kingdom hearts game and tell me if they think that those look like they're a modern game at all <laughs> they look like they fell out of something on the ps1 it is the most <laughs> trash thing i have seen in my entire life the kingdom hearts logo looks like the shittiest metal band ever ed hardy like, dude, so terrible. Kingdom Hearts is the tribal tattoo next to a goofy tattoo <laughs> of the fucking video game world, and I hate it.
1: We're moving on to Ubisoft now.
0: Okay, I guess.
1: Um, The Ubisoft conference, that was like video game conference the movie yeah they always are it's the most video gamey video game conference ever
0: Ubisoft is committed to video game
1: if we ever need to explain what a video game conference is to an alien we should just like put this on a golden disc and send it out into the into space they
0: will mercifully nuke us from (laughs) afar
1: (laughs) they really like these shoesting games (laughs) they seem like a warlike people yeah um beyond good and evil 2 do you care no no did you ever play the first one yes i don't think it's very good it's
0: just a worse zelda game but other people didn't have nintendo so it they is, wanted it
1: it is cool that there is a lady protagonist yes and she has a camera pig friend yeah and her i don't like the pig friend he's all right i don't like pigs okay in real life i do not in video games they're always bad guys in video games
0: they are this is the like, stereotyping that duke nukem brought on us
1: and and zelda Good point. Um, yeah, Ganon started out as a pig. Then he became Ganondorf. No relation to <laughs> me, Bob Dorf. Uh, in any case, Division 2 is set in Washington, D.C. I that think game this looks game good. looks kind of good. That game looks very good. As a person good. who is like, eh, on the original Division, yeah. but enjoys the sort of Gears-inspired cover-based combat, um, there's a moment when they wander across Air Force One, which has crashed in a field. And I was just like, all right.
0: That that game looks excellent. Yes, Uh, it's it's kind of weird because I watched an interview with one of the guys who made it, and he's this French man who's talking about like shooting up DC, seemingly not really understanding like the destabilized place that America is currently (laughs) in. Where he's, it's like he's very cavalier about being like talking about a crashed Air Force One and stuff, and you're just like, this is all a little bit real. But outside of that, that game looks terrific.
1: It really does, um, and I've heard. If it makes you feel any better, I've heard that it is totally not political. This shooting game about like a post-apocalyptic America, you know, in which the government sends a bunch of like specialized troops in to, to like, to to call the rowdy hordes set in Washington D.C. Not political. Don't worry. I get it. Tom Clancy's not political. The Division Two not <laughs> political. Colon still not political. Uh, Moving on, did you see that weird trailer for Elijah Wood's video game called Transference? Which I I presume is about talk therapy? No. Okay, I didn't either. (laughs) (laughs) But now I'm kind of curious. I was going to say you described it in a way that made me excited. Yeah, there's a bunch of hot tweets going out about it now, but we must have blinked during that part. Weird. Uh, Starlink Battle for Atlas.
0: Is this the thing with the models that you assemble? Yeah,
1: it's Miyamoto approved.
0: Yeah, it has uh, the Star Fox in it.
1: Yeah, well, it had Miyamoto on stage. Uh, You fainted, both because of the heat and because of Miyamoto. Came out on stage smoking a a cigarette, looked at the Star Fox model, said, this could be better, Yeah, and then smiled and waved and left. Okay, so this is a
0: game where you fly spaceships and you put them together and they're models?
1: Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. You're, toys you to like, life. You assemble the spaceships, and as you like, once you've assembled them in their weird, special spaceship modular Skylander. ways, yeah, then they're they're modular ways, and they are imported into the game through reverse three D printing.
0: That doesn't sound like something I care about.
1: No. How about Assassin's Creed Odyssey?
0: I'll bet that game's really good.
1: Um. I am so confused as to how teams work at Ubisoft.
0: They're all just one big team. This is the key to Ubisoft. Is and they just a, pass
1: around different projects at all different times.
0: It's just they they pioneered this thing where nobody really knows exactly. It's kind of messed up. My understanding is it's like you don't necessarily really know what you're working on. It's just like. You work on an art department in some part of the world that Ubisoft has, and they're just like, we need a barrel, and you're just making a barrel for a video game, and then... But barrels are different. Like, is it a red barrel, or is it a Like, they give you instructions, but it's not like you're part of a team that's like, we're all working on Assassin's Creed right now. Okay. It's just kind of like... can
1: you put it together if they're like, we need you to make a a Grecian barrel as opposed to an Egyptian barrel? I think they're...
0: Well, you might know what you're working on, but like you're not part of that team necessarily. You're just making assets for Ubisoft games. Like, everybody's just kind of making stuff for Ubisoft games. And so these credits, when you watch them for these games, it's just, like, studios from all over the world and, like, thousands of people.
1: It's very strange and confusing and like I kind of had thought that we had done away it, because we had gone to like a full year without any Assassin's Creed game and now we're getting like two so quickly. Yeah. It's just like such a reminder of what a machine
0: they are. Oh Ubisoft just puts things out. Did you play any of uh, Assassin's Creed Origins? No I really wanted to um, because I think it's a cool setting. I'm still thinking about
1: it. Yeah I've heard that there is some really really awesome like DLC that sort of Bucks the usual trend of like realism in these real quote unquote realism. I was gonna say realism like, in these games
0: where you work with Leonardo da Vinci. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, in any case, uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey is coming out very soon. I think uh, I can't actually even remember the last Assassin's Creed came, Assassin's Creed game that I played, but uh, I played some of the pirate one. Oh right, that one looked cool. Mine was before that. Mine might have actually been like Brotherhood or something like that. Yeah,
0: I. Those games are okay. Yeah. This one might be okay.
1: I've got the feeling that I will probably end up picking up not this one, but Origin, uh, Origin Yeah. It's sometimes go- it's gonna be on crazy sales pretty soon. I'm assuming sure. yep. I'm assuming. Alright, that was Ubisoft. We've got two more to go. Are Dude, you I am cooking. Alright, well well we gotta go to this weird um tent for Sony's thing. It looks like a church or something is going All right, let's I guess see we're what's getting up. Married. We didn't get married. <laughs> It turns out they just wanted to show us The Last of Us Part Two. Yep. And we saw it. We saw it. There's a there's a big old kiss. That Whoa. <laughs> what do you people are already freaking out about how well done the kissing was. I still saw some clipping.
0: As an animation, I actually was also blown away by it. I thought it was very impressive. Um this trailer begins with like Ellie at a church formal or something. Yeah. Where she is interacting with a friend of hers and uh, the friend of hers' boyfriend or something. And then she and her friend um, have a moment where they kiss and then this is juxtaposed with what I think might be the most disturbing video game violence I have ever seen in my life. Certainly g- both gratuitous
1: and... Not in 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 not in id fashion. No, it is. It feels raw
0: and cold
1: and uncomfortable.
0: Uh, so okay, related to the first part of the trailer, I thought it was pretty well done. Um, the kiss at first, like juxtap- uh, juxtaposing the kiss against the violence. Before I went and looked it up and realized that there were female people involved at the high levels of this game's creative team. Yeah, I was a little bit weirded out by it because there was like I always get kind of weirded out when it's like like
1: lesbians, just a bunch of dudes
0: being like, we're going to make them kiss. And then it's so violent. Yeah. Like that's kind of yes. weird to me. Yeah. No, no, no. I know exactly uh, what you mean. So There's,
1: there is, there is something a little, um, uh, fetishistic. Y- there can be, there and, can and be
0: the fact that there are women involved at, the like, I think it's like the director level and the lead creative level of this. I'm like, okay, I feel better. Right. Yeah. Um, that's good. Uh, the violence in this trailer
1: there are very violent people involved, at like the in lead roles, though. In this <laughs> case, it's 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 okay. It checks out. Okay,
0: good. Uh, the violence
1: in this trailer is very upsetting.
0: Yeah, and I read an interview with a guy who's one of the leads on this game, Neil Druckmann, and yeah, he talked about why it's like that, and their reason is to make it really messed up, and like you're feeling it, and it's oh man, violence is so messed up. Which I kind of buy, except that it's a video game, so I'm going to be doing I, it so much that it's going to inherently be desensitizing, and I, I kind of okay. can't buy it.
1: I have feelings about this, because I entirely understand where you're coming from with that, and that's my feelings about video games in general, and it's one of the reasons that I sometimes really hate video games. Yeah. Um, and we've seen a lot of violence, both at the Sony conference and in previous, um, especially at the Nintendo conference, a lot of violence there. Oh my god. Uh, which hasn't happened yet, but I feel I have the feeling there will be. I am um, so. He makes a comment in one of the interviews that he has that this game should not be fun; it should be engaging. Yes, and I thoroughly agree with that. I think that like I think that like the the division between fun and engaging is very true. And I played through The Last of Us entirely. Um, there are moments in that game that I do think are genuinely fun, but I am thoroughly engaged by all of it, and there is. Uh, the violence never ceases to upset me or engage me. And that's one of the reasons why I had, you know, I play that game very slowly every time I play it over, uh, and I played it only, I guess I've only played it twice. But, like, over the period of a long time, I don't mainline it because it is very stressful. And often when you are, and what this trailer really got across for me is that the violence is a result of the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Of... uh. uh Necessity, uh, a will or, or uh, survival. The the violence
0: I, is being imposed upon you. Is yes. what you're saying? Is that it other is people the only, wish to do you harm, yes. so you must harm them? The
1: only way, and and like the the intensity of the violence is amplified not just by how visually how gr- gratuitous it can be, um, because I guess violence in of itself is inherently gratuitous, but the violence is a reaction to the dire circumstances and that and that it never it never ceases to feel impactful it never ceases to feel necessary though not in the sense that like viewing violence is necessary to the art of this game or whatever but it feels necessary to the survival of the character
0: so i buy all of that yeah and i particularly buy all of that in the context of this trailer like i can see somebody making that argument in the context of this trailer which is like 5 minutes of what is presented as gameplay. I'm pretty sure that that's gameplay. I don't. He said it was the the, the quotes well, they, on it. They'd
1: fine tuned it to a degree. It's recorded. The, the it's degree not live. to
0: which that was massaged. I don't think that that game will act like that when you play it.
1: I mean, and I don't. I had some very i in the original Last of Us. I had some incredible moments that often felt played out like that. Some of the animations are incredible, but I think that those animations are all are all real.
0: I think they in-game. are, I don't, watching that, I don't know how somebody would control it. I've played a lot of video games.
1: I I really did not have this feeling at all. It all felt, it felt like very much like a recorded session for sure, but like it didn't feel...
0: There's a speed and the, a quality of the person knowing where they need to go.
1: Oh, totally. That but that's, that's because it's been played it, yes, the, yeah, multiple times. Yes, obviously, because they know where yes. they need to
0: go, but that's not how games actually work. So... It will sort of look like that, but it won't really look like that because what it will really look like is a video game where you're not this girl who's been put in a situation where she's under attack and she's got to run. You're going to be a person who's kind of like, poking their face around the corner and then stepping backwards and then thinking about it and then kind of like creeping out and oh fuck i got caught and then kind of like running halfway into a wall improvising
1: and that's not i
0: so so here but here's what i'm trying yes. to get at all of this stuff about like violence being presented to you i buy in the context of somebody genuinely like presenting it to me but i genuinely feel like games are a bad way to present that stuff to me because I interact with them and no matter what
1: but you're not being it's not being presented to you you are you are enacting it
0: no matter what in a video game I am the instigator yes. this is this is what I'm getting at and what you're saying is that it's so harrowing because it's being imposed on you.
1: you the actions are are necessary is what I'm saying in order to survive the actions are necessary and they have the weight that they appropriately should because survival is so instinctive and 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 heavy. It is a physically, they're physically heavy games. I think that they, and I think
0: that they do that really well. Yeah. What I'm saying is, all of that is true in the micro sense. But when you do it for a game and you're there in that space for 10 hours, I think that it creates a scenario where the commentary of that gets a little lost because at a certain point the first time it all happens you're like whoa that was so intense and then about five times later it's a mechanic and the minute that it's a mechanic it is not commentary and then it's just like what are we doing here and so I I just the whole thing was just like maybe it will be incredible I'm just saying and i think it will be an incredible game like i yeah. just don't know i just kind of don't think that i see the potential of video games the way well, that they Well
1: i do. also think that i think that you are i think that you are conflating the way that many games handle this sort of thing and the sort of, and level design and encounters with the Last of Us, the previous game, which actually has a very limited number of human-to-human encounters. There are quite a few, but they're staggered very carefully over the course of the game. And a lot of the time, you're actually dealing with the quote-unquote zombies. Which the we didn't The clickers, which we didn't see at all. I don't think there are in clickers in this trailer. game. I'm very curious. That would be an interesting twist. I don't think there are clickers in that we'll game. But we'll see. Because it's very key that and they they are very canny about, I still do truly believe that that game is very careful with its violence. And I feel this way, I'll, I mean, I, I say this as someone who thinks that the violence in The Last of Us is extraordinarily earned, because you have to earn your violence to a degree. Oh, definitely. And in a movie like John Wick, made me deeply uncomfortable, because while it is a very clean and almost balletic sort of action film, the amount of casual just shooting people in the head mm-hmm. made me deeply uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and so, I do mean, know, maybe this also in a weird way comes down to taste and aesthetic, which is kind of a, a weird thing to have a conversation about the taste and aesthetic of, of murder. But <laughs> um, I find, I mean, I truly found that throughout the entire process of playing The Last of Us, it never and maybe I'm the worst person to gauge this, but I would also say that maybe you were a worst person to gauge the effect on me, but I never felt desensitized by it.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I. You could start by playing
1: The Last of Us. I, and I intend to do that. Yeah.
0: But... um.
1: But I also understand your I skepticism but of I any actually, kind of defense, which is why I think these things usually work best when maybe someone like the director doesn't come to the defense of whatever it is
0: potentially i think that what, what i find kind of interesting about it generally is i think i agree that i need to play the last of us but i never got this vibe from the last of us but i did find the parts that were violent in the last of us that i from like the opening parts that i have played very disturbing in the way that they're talking about mm-hmm but I didn't find this trailer disturbing in the way that they're talking about. Like, it just kind of... Oh, really? Like, it just kind of... I was just like, that's really fucked up. It looked heavy. Actions looked,
1: like, like physically... And that's one yeah. of the things that they've done so well is that they have... In I don't know about this game because we haven't played it, but in the first Last of Us, like, there's that Tim Rogers quote about how, like, Joel weighs like ten tons, and he drops like he weighs ten tons. He moves like a sack of potatoes. Yeah, and that's—I mean—that the the game is physically heavy, so that when you have a melee attack on a guy and you smash their face or something like that, it feels grotesque grotesquely heavy. I think
0: we're talking about different things. I think that we are too,
1: but that translates to a, it makes me recoil. It makes me not want to hit somebody again, or it gives me the momentum of when you're running at a guy because it's the last guy in the area. There's a part of me that's like gamifies. like, I clear this guy and then the music plays and it lets me know that the area is clear, but I am also, so it's gamified certainly, but there's also an element of me that is running to club this guy over the head or whatever in order, in, in with a sense of desperation. That was what the word I was looking for this entire time. There's a sense of desperation to the activity that translates very emotionally to me. Um, I
0: I, I yeah. totally agree with all that. This I think we're talking about different things. What all I want to say does a greater level of visual fidelity and realism to the violence enhance that feeling of desperation, or is it just? more realistic blood leaking out of a woman's face after you shoot her in the head. That's
1: hard to say. I don't think the visual fidelity is nearly as important as as um, how a game feels. But there was a heaviness to the animations. I do think the animations are important. And there was a heaviness and a desperation to the animations. That moment when Ellie is running and she grabs a bottle and throws it behind her, that is... In line with, I think, like the in, the intensity of the individual moments and the sense of desperation that that game looks like it could potentially get across. I think
0: that that was awesome. Yeah. I, so, but, we, like that, but that's so separate from the fidelity of the violence. Like, this is what I'm trying to express. So, no, no, and that that's and that's what I'm saying. About we don't. Totally I don't. I don't
1: know. I can't really say because I think that like, I. I So we are kind of talking about the aesthetics of violence.
0: Uh, I don't know what that means.
1: Uh, Say um, doom violence versus... I guess. Rage violence versus The Last of Us violence. I guess... I mean, as yeah. as someone who, and you can feel free to cut this, but as someone who once wanted to put make a game called Ultra, what was it called? Ultra violence. Ultra violence.
0: But like, th- there, there's a tongue in cheek nature to that. Oh,
1: certainly, as there is to Doom. Yeah, and and I, I think and that so I, you know, I and I think that the the most disturbing violence that I tend to find in games is something like, um, Grand Theft Auto. I would say because it walks a line between absurdist and realism. Yeah. yeah. That makes me more uncomfortable because it doesn't it doesn't seem to be saying any well not that doom is saying anything other than doom is saying like this is stupid yes last of us is saying this is scary and yeah and something like gta is being like lol kill a cop if you want like or kill this person or yeah. kill this person so i think that there is like that's what i mean when i say aesthetic is 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 that and I don't know, to be honest with you, I mean your your critique of the trailer is a strong critique, and I don't know. It made me recoil too at first. Um especially at first. Uh but then there it, when when Ellie is hiding and you're witnessing these terrible things in the early in the trailer, that was when I do think that, that there's one particular moment that's unnecessary. When Ellie is suddenly fleeing it's suddenly the violence feels earned to me when she is in danger that is when the violence is earned
0: maybe everything they've shown from that game is violent yeah everything
1: yes and in a way that feels like it is doubling down on the yes. the already intense violence it, of the feel, first one. it
0: feels like it's like a dare there there's an element of it where i i i can't it, they're kind of like edge lording me or something. No, yeah, like, it's I like, think that it's like a shi- a Slim Shady record. I'm I know, like, what are, I know what are what you mean. doing here? I know what you mean, and I and don't buy their excuse yet. Like, I don't feel like they've. I can't tell if they're just like really misguided. It's kind of like that's all I'm trying to get. And at. it'll
1: be interesting to see. And if they hadn't produced the first one, which I think mm-hmm. again handles pretty much everything exceptionally well, if they hadn't made that one, I'd be much more suspicious but uh, we'll see i guess like it boils down to everything like everything else we'll have to see all right um ghost of tsushima this open world game from the sucker punch people
0: started very strong ended okay lots of leaves uh so what this is a this is like a samurai game that looks like zelda yes it and seems
1: to have a sort of like slightly Tweaked aesthetic, the way that that like a more realistic, higher fidelity Zelda. Would. Early
0: moment in this trailer when the guy is riding a horse and looks over a hill. Yeah. I I was like, oh, it's this like a is a good video game. High
1: contrast, like field of yellow flowers. It looked gorgeous.
0: All of the moments when he was fighting, I was like, this is a bad video game.
1: Yeah, the animations aren't super great. It and feels the- so
0: weird. Like it just looks. Like, in, there was an element to this where I didn't believe in the Last of Us trailer fully. I believed in this trailer more, but I didn't want to play it. Yes. I agree. hundred <laughs> I, I like, percent. I don't know. I also, at the same time, also, this trailer had a lot of the, like, is somebody pressing a button here? Like, what is going on? Or
1: it, it seemed almost like while watching it, it felt as though every button that we couldn't see being pressed was somehow delayed, nonetheless. Yes, it felt the so sluggish, quite fast enough. Yes, there was
0: like no snap to any it of it. It needed
1: to be. It needed to be a little bit more hyper real.
0: It was weird. It was very yeah. odd. Um. So.
1: But the leaf physics, yes. There's a scene at the end where a bunch of leaves are being displaced by it. Like does for what God of War did for snow, this game does for leaves.
0: It was a it was a very um, Sony moment, and I, I would say that this whole press conference was very Sony, in that the whole thing was like a technical tour de force in Sony's ability to do realistic things.
1: <laughs> this is true. Like, that's, uh, that's just what they do. I mean, we got a more a more realistic Resident Evil 2 remaster coming. They did it. Our boy Leon.
0: Leon, my favorite part of watching this is Matt. G- <laughs> when they show Leon going, he's so young <laughs> as though Leon is an actor <laughs> that we have watched grow old. And through
1: the magic of computer, computer um, modeling, we can see him young again. Um, and I agree. He does look very young. Yeah. He looks a little weird. Yeah, Have you seen the poster?
0: No. He looks totally different
1: in the poster than he does in the trailer, and I do not like how he looks in the poster. He
0: he looks in the game kind of like a mix between the one true Leon from Resident Evil 4 and the Resident Evil 6 Leon who, I don't know, is like a melted Ken doll. Yeah. Uh, So I want my beautiful baby face Resident Evil 4 Leon always everywhere. But he's, he's even more baby faced than this. He is, but he doesn't look right. Yeah, no, not quite. I mean, the we one need ages into being better looking, like in the way that he would have aged from two
1: to four. I disagree. Okay, well, I, I very much disagree. I'm,
0: in this case, okay, yeah, okay, I shouldn't have said it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh anyway i don't know remaster re2 remaster it's uh, uh from what i've heard it's going to be played over the shoulder like resident evil 4 it's
0: resident evil 2 but it plays like re4 yeah, but
1: I, I assume that they're totally redesigning all the environments so uh, rather than an up version like the original remake was uh, uh we'll see i don't know man i'll probably play it but like i didn't really play those revelations games which are also supposed to be like those RE4. revelations
0: games are bad I played one of those. It was bad.
1: Yeah. So that's my concern because it's probably like the same team or whatever. Yeah. What did you think of that trailer for the new Remedy game?
0: We watched that uh, very recently. Yes. I literally do not remember it at all. And I realized that... like immediately after it, like they showed the Remedy logo, and I was like, oh, that was for Remedy. And then I realized I didn't know no, no. what it was. I like, don't
1: really, I think there was a weird gun that seemed to like always be reconfiguring yes, itself. Yes, there was. And I spent the entirety of that trailer being like, is this a famous actress in this? Who's this actress? Who I, is this? I did that too. And then it was over, and I did, still don't know who it is. Yep. Um, I'll look that up online like two years from now, right before it comes out. Uh, Neo 2 is coming out. Spider-Man looks dumb. Spider-Man looks bad. It does. It does not look fun. It that, looks
0: like a bad video game. I was much
1: more into the trailer last time, and now I just am not particularly... You don't look like you're fast enough when you're swinging through no, stuff.
0: Nothing looks enjoyable about the movement and the combat looks every encounter looks identical and they've shown the exact same thing two years running where they just have a combat encounter that looks like batman but worse
1: i already played batman like i I, and then i played shadow war middle like those are and those combat systems are fine but i'm getting really fucking bored of them
0: i was i was surprised by how poorly that game showed yeah
1: i agree and i don't understand why everybody just doesn't make god hand again (laughs) Uh, I want to finish talking about, because we've got Nintendo's coming up in just a few minutes, um, I want to finish by talking about Death Stranding. Awesome. I, if this game is nothing but wandering around delivering packages through like a very Welsh, beautiful Welsh looking landscape, I will be
0: very happy. This trailer starts with a baby seemingly in the womb. (laughs) (laughs) Seemingly. I don't know. It could be in that weird tank on his body, but I don't think so. Is it weird that I thought it was a butthole at first? That is weird. (laughs) Okay. You are... I don't know, man. This game... You can cut that if you want. Maybe. (laughs) This game, though... Parts of this trailer are one of the best trailers I've ever seen. Mainly the parts where he is wandering in the rain with increasingly intense backpacks, which sometimes are human bodies. Yes. And, like, I love the idea of... Of a game that is about you needing to carry things. Basically, a game that is about being a young person and your mom says, Help me carry the groceries to the house. And you go, I don't want to make two trips. <laughs> so you, you carry all as many as you can. But the on your risk, arms? The
1: risk reward is inherent in that you might break either your arms or all the groceries. <laughs> yes. But if you, the reward is that you don't have to make more than one trip.
0: Yes. Uh, that, that sounds amazing to me. So you can
1: get back to Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of the Patriots. I have heard a rumor that the baby that the Norman Reedus char- mm-hmm. person character carries is a version of,
0: a younger version of himself. That's what I heard as well. And like yes. that somehow that's related to this idea that you die out in the field and like the baby is you and you come back. Yeah. So I, I, it, whatever is going
1: on, it is a reminder of the fact that, uh, as I think you commented, like. Kojima has been wanting to get away from the Metal Gear series for years. Yeah. And this is like the, the kind of thing that happens when you're not stuck into a contract creating a, you know, a never ending storyline of of like series games. Imagine like if we had just like more autourism. It's incredible. The board. Like it, it's yeah.
0: so genuinely exciting, and I don't know how good it will be. I know it looks beautiful. I know that I desperately want to play it. And it does feel in many ways like a complete and total repudiation of the concepts of Metal Gear where it's like, okay, what if it's a Metal Gear game, but instead of you being the invisible killer, the enemies are the invisible killer. What if it's a Metal Gear game and you don't get to Fulton things, you have to carry them on your back. Like it's all of these things that he did in Metal Gear 5 flipped. Yeah. Where you just go like, what if I just reversed everything I did in the last one, but I kept like the open world.
1: Hopefully that means a story that makes sense too.
0: No, it's not going to.
1: Well, I mean, not, I mean, I don't even mean make sense in like a Kojima makes sense way. Cause it's not going to make sense, but no. maybe like a story that actually has something like a beginning, middle and end. No. Do you remember, you never played Metal Gear Solid Five all the way through, did you? No. That's an interesting game insofar as that it is, it is not finished. It is probably the most, celebrated clearly unfinished game that has been released I believe it. Yeah, so I'm I'm curious to see whether this is more than just the sum of its parts as well.
0: In either case, I really want to play that video game.
1: I do too. This is actually what I'm most excited about. Easily kind of. this
0: if if you came out of this show and you care more about anything other than this, I don't know who you are.
1: I mean, we haven't seen Nintendo yet, so I'm sure that Nintendo could like blow us away with a bunch of Metroid 4, spoiler or a new, alert. a new Zelda, or all kinds of fun things that's de- that I imagine must be coming. What's Let's spoiler find alert? out. Spoiler alert, we're going to find out. It's a me, Hot Mike. Uh, <laughs> we just got back from Nintendo, and there's a new Mario Party.
0: And there's a new Super Smash Brothers.
1: Yeah, uh, the Mario Party is called Super Mario Party, which I think is really cool.
0: It is amazing that they didn't use it yet. Yeah, they made eight of those games and they never used. Super I'm really Mario glad Party. that they're
1: doing this. Um, there's a new Fire Emblem. Eh. Eh. You know what? I increasing. You know what I realized about Fire Emblem is that I should love those games. Yeah. But my distaste for certain anime aesthetics has gotten in my way of loving those games.
0: That's too bad. I like you that know. DS one a lot.
1: That yeah, it was a pretty. That was a pretty decent game um but then i like hit a wall where i was just like this doesn't work for me and these characters are all really irritating uh i don't really care what kind of children they have because i don't like them uh fortnite is, is has dropping today for the switch and by today i mean a week and a half ago a week and a half ago uh hollow knight is out on the switch you know who really likes hollow knight who is one of our readers oh cool yeah griff he texted me the other day to let me know. He said Hollow Knight is on the Switch. Um, I know Bob doesn't like it, but it's pretty good. And I said, oh, right. I know nothing about that game other than that Bob doesn't like it. And he said, it's like, I can't remember what he said. He said, it's like something but with bugs. And I responded with, oh, you mean like the developers didn't do a good job debugging it? (laughs) And he said, no, literally, it is about bugs. Yeah. So I didn't realize that it's about bugs.
0: Well, the enemies are like insects and stuff.
1: Are you also an insect? Or are you like a raid You're a Hollow Knight. person. Oh, okay. Uh,
0: I, I don't know, the The Mac port of that game is all jacked up and my controller didn't really work, which was my main point of contention yes, with it. Yes, understandably. When it did work though, I didn't think it felt all that great. It looks like a Flash game. Well. But, a lot of
1: people really like it and it's probably very good. People are very into it. Um, Smash Ultimate is coming out, like you said. Sure. I don't, do we play those? I don't know, there's a lot of characters.
0: This one has all of the characters. Muscles
1: in my body are actually twitching because I don't think that they have like the salt and electrolytes. Dude, that we they are need. so sweaty. It's very like this actually this is somewhat unnerving. Um one last thing that I want to add here is that Killer Queen that arcade game is coming to the Switch in 2018.
0: That's great. Yeah, that's that's good news. Let's actually
1: end on some good news. Did you have anything this week that you liked that wasn't a video game? I didn't think
0: we were going to do this segment. I didn't
1: even get to think about it, so I don't know. Let's go. Let's go home. I like that this podcast is over. Fuck off, Los Angeles.